Boom Blast. And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raptors postgame show. My name is Sheldon Alexander. And the Toronto Raptors, second night of a back-to-back, improved to 5-0 on the second night of said back-to-backs with the 124-108 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. But, you know, for most of that game, I thought, Raptors will all win, this will be quick work, easy thing to talk about, you got a great night from Kyle Lowry, great night again from the Surge and JV dynamic, Kyle Lowry triple-double, of course, should get a lot of love. But then the way this game ended gave me some more stuff to talk about. Gave us a little more juice to talk about. So I'm going to ask, because I want to hear from you, the Raptors fans here. Because I feel very strongly about how that Raptor game ended against the Hawks and your man's Vince Carter. So I want to hear from you, Raptors fans. Right now, if you're watching this, join us, ask questions, tell me what you think of how that game ended. Uh, on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander, I see a bunch of people filtering in. So I want to know what you think, not only about tonight's game, but also how that game ended with your, your boy Vince. And on Twitter, remember we got the full stream there, which is at Shell Alexander. People, I really want to hear from you here because I feel very strongly about how this game ended. Because first off, I have no idea why Vince Carter is still playing in the league, playing for the Atlanta Hawks, getting minutes for the Atlanta Hawks. I, I don't really understand how that's going. But hey, more power to you, Vince. Obviously, Vince is a vet that's earned however he wants to end his career. So more power to you, Vince. Do whatever you want to do. Cool. The Atlanta Hawks are 3-15. and 15. They're trash. Vince Carter starts for them. Vince Carter plays minimal minutes. But what we did know that is that he was coming into this game against the Toronto Raptors needing 13 points to reach the milestone of 25,000 points. He needed 13 points to get there. We were talking about this earlier at work today, and we kind of knew that by hook or by crook, Vince was going to get his 13 points against the Raptors, right? Because that's just something that, you know, will get the storyline. It's an easy storyline. It's a simple storyline. It makes it seem like, you know, it's so poetic and it's magical that, oh man, I can't believe Vince would do this and hit this milestone against the Toronto Raptors. Is that really what people think about this? Because I'm like, this is where I stop and I'm just watching how this game ends. And, and I'm going to start off by saying, I'm the Raptor fan if I go back to, you know, my prior days, before working in this industry, right? Before covering the Toronto Raptors. I'm talking about going back to, you know, the high school Sheldon Alexander that loved those Toronto Raptors, that was living and dying by every last shot of the Toronto Raptors, that was cheesed when Vince Carter went to his graduation, that was cheesed when they lost and Vince hit or missed the game-winning shot against the Sixers, was cheesed, most importantly, though, when the same Vince Carter we're talking about now quit on the Toronto Raptors. I'm always amazed by the fact that did people forget about this? Like, there's no hyperbole. There's no gas. Like, he quit, acknowledged that he quit, and then started playing good again for another team. And now we romanticize it into this, oh, no, it's Vince Carter, and he was so good. And don't get me wrong. He had his moments. I understand that, you know, when it comes down to who's getting their jersey retired 
for the Toronto Raptors. I understand that Vince Carter's going to get his jersey retired. I get that. But at the end of the day, the biggest moment he had for the Toronto Raptors was in the slam dunk contest. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the hell out of, the, out of that slam dunk contest. I'll never forget where I was during that slam dunk contest. But still, what are we really talking about here? Seriously. It's perfect to me that this happened against this Raptors team in this sense, in this sense only. When Masai Ujiri's talking about building this franchise into something that's respectable, into something that's legit, watching Vince Carter do shit like this is exactly that point. Celebrating whack-ass accomplishments like this in the way that he did it. I'm not even mad to say, I'm not even mad about the, him reaching that milestone. Cool, that's a great milestone. What is it? How many people, 22nd player ever to get to that milestone? Cool. I'm not even that mad about that. I'm not even mad if I, you know, catch the box score or see the highlights and see how that happened. But I actually watched the game. And that whole fourth quarter was just garbage time of them feeding Vince Carter so that he could get to this 13-point milestone against the Raptors. In fact, they kept feeding him the ball, and he was just jacking up threes, like fadeaway threes, to which the final few possessions, he misses on one of those fadeaways, gets fouled, they review it, which is just wasting everybody's time. He then goes to the free throw line to shoot two free throws, hits it, and then this trash Atlanta Hawks team is double-teaming the Raptors trying to trap them so that they can get the ball back to feed Vince Carter so that he could miss two more shots before getting the rebound and dunking it home. And now we're supposed to sit here and be like, oh, this is so poetic. He dunked it against the Raptors to reach the milestone. Get out of here. Am I the only one that's salty about this? People, let me know what you think. Because, I mean... I will never forget the Vince Carter quit on the Raptors. Like, that is a fact that happened. Go back, kids, go back, get your Googles up. Go watch that interview with John Thompson where he blatantly asked Vince Carter that it looked like you had a lack of effort sometimes. And your man's Vince Carter said yes. Sometimes I was just lucky that it came easier to me than it did to others. And he took that for granted. That's him admitting that he quit on the team. Do we forget about that? That's a thing that happened. So all I'm saying is, to me, this whole thing goes back to what? Goes back exactly to what Masai Ujiri's been talking about, about building this franchise to a place where, you know, you have legitimate things to cheer about, legitimate things to rep, which is more than scoring 13 points to reach milestones that, let's be serious, you're getting there because you're in what, year 16? You're getting this almost because of longevity, more so than you were at the top flight. Now, I see a lot of people in the comment section here. My guy Timmy Hag says, well, what about Kobe taking a million shots in his last game? That is a great point and a solid comparison. But Kobe did that to score 65 or 60. What did he get in that final game? 61? 61, I got to look that up. What did Kobe get? That's crazy. That's over the full game. If Vince came out and dropped 40 in this game to blow by the record against the Raptors, cool. But he just came out jacking shots to finish with what? 5 of 15? 5 of 15, I'm pretty sure that's what Vince Carter was off the bench for 14 points. How many points did he hit in the final bit? In a blowout loss. Again, using our Kobe comparison, Kobe was shooting to come back in the game and the Lakers won that final game of the season. It's a solid comparison, an okay comparison. But again, 
We're talking about 60s, and we're talking about 14 points in a game. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm, hey, maybe I'm super salty on Vince, and I'll always be super salty on Vince. This, in terms of Raptors lore, is always a touchy subject for me because Vince Carter, I will never forget that. He blatantly quit on the team and then went to the Nets and started dunking again. No, sorry. Started dunking on dudes hard again. That Vince Carter blatantly stopped trying for the Raptors, forced a trade out of town, and then started playing nice again and returned to his all-star status. I will never forget that. Now, at the same time, I can take a step back and say, hey, when the time comes and Vince retires, I understand why his jersey will be retired, why he'll come back, they'll have jersey night, all that fun stuff. Totally understand it. Put the franchise on the map. But where this team is now, it's, it was almost, again, almost a perfect timing because this team right now is talking about legitimate stuff like i don't know playoff success something vince carter didn't have in toronto right something this franchise never had until this recent run here so to me it is in a way i think i tweeted it too watching what happened at the end of this atlanta hawks game was the most vince carter thing ever a meaningless just like Hey, here's something that'll be in the highlights. It'll be all over Instagram. It'll get a lot of likes. Everyone coming up, high-fiving them. Hey, Vince, good job, man, good job. But in the grand scheme of things, 5 of 15, 14 points, and a blowout L. That's the reality of what that is. My guy C. Brown here on Instagram says, why don't you tell us how you really feel? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I feel. Vince, yeah, I got, I got nothing for Vince Carter. Nothing for Vince Carter. Like, what was that? Like, we, we just watched that all together, right? They're force-feeding him the ball down, down what? Damn near 20. And they're double-teaming the Raptors bench guys in garbage time so that they can feed Vince Carter to get to this, to get to this milestone? Come on, guys. This is what Masai's talking about. We're better than this. This is what we're striving to be better for. And yes, C. Brown, you should definitely use it as your kicker. Don't, hey, don't get me wrong. I understand the storyline. Hey, this will be the lead story on every, every newscast. CP24 will be running it on their ticker. I get it. I understand it. It's an easy thing to put up. It looks nice on the ticker. It'll look good in a 30-second Instagram feed. But I'm saying I just watched that game and watched how that went down. And that was pathetic. Completely pathetic. I don't even know how much longer I want to talk about that. I'm going to give people, because I want to hear from other people. Am I, am I going too ham on this? Am I too salty over Vince Carter still all these years later? I want to hear from people and the other fans and, and hear what you guys think for sure. But that's just how I feel. And also, I don't want to overshadow the legitimacy of what did go down in this game. And what did go down in this game, it was a Kyle Lowry game. We've been wondering for the past week or so, is Kyle Lowry okay? Is Kyle Lowry, you know, is he slowing down? Is he this? Is he that? All these questions coming back, you know, is he in a shooting slump? What's going on? Well, Kyle Lowry had something for the Atlanta Hawks tonight, and I think the Toronto Raptors needed it. Again, second night of a back-to-back, meaning no Kawhi Leonard. OG's banged up. CJ's still out of the lineup. Obviously, we know Norm's down. Raptors are shorthanded. Freddie Van Fleet getting his second straight start, or not a second straight start, but getting his second start in what, three games? Kyle Lowry, the Raptors needed a big game from Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry, from 
Jump Street came out and he was balling. 21 points, 17 assists, 12 rebounds, all on 7 of 12 shooting. I think Kyle got a shot back, right? When you're seeing that confident, deep dagger three Kyle, that's a Kyle Lowry that we want, right? That's a Kyle Lowry that the Raptors need, especially on this game. And on this game where second half of back-to-back shorthanded on the road against the Hawks, you don't want to leave any margin of error, any margin of, oh no, we need our bench a little too much here. Kyle Lowry made sure like that wasn't a thing. And from Jump Street, hey, here we go. But people, if you want to talk more Vince Carter, I'm, I'm, I'm easy to bounce back to Vince Carter. I'm going to read some of the, the comments here. Uh, what about the Leafs, bro? Hey, I'm not mad at that comment. Leafs and Raptors wave right now. What a time to be alive in Toronto. Uh, let's see. Another comment here on Periscope says, you keeping it real when it comes to VC, not popular opinion. So props for that. I'm not really, to be honest, everything I ever say on this podcast is going to be what I actually think, right? Like that's all I want. And I also want to hear what other people think, because there's an opportunity here where someone else could be bringing up points that, you know, on the surface, I might not agree with, but it makes me think in a different way. And I see a comment here on Instagram that says, You're a bit too salty. 25K is 25K. Don't care how long it takes, who did it or how. Tip of the cap to VC. I totally understand that. I I do understand that line of thinking. And there's, excuse me, there's even a part of me that, you know, hey, I'll give props to you, VC, for getting to that milestone. I'm more focused on the way that he got there. That was a little too much for me at the end, how that went down, all the misses. And that's the part that's going to get glossed over because nobody's going to care, right? I'm telling you, go to Instagram in about 10 minutes, if even. I feel like Bleacher Report and House of Highlights are probably even faster than that, so it's probably already up there while I'm talking right now. But I bet you when you go and you see the 30-second clip, it's just going to be that one shot at the end. Hey, here's Vince Carter doing it against the Raptors. How fitting, how poetic, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm saying I watched the game, and that was disgusting how that went down. That was shameless. You should feel sad. There should be a level of like, really? That That's kind of pathetic. You, Vince Carter, going so ham and the rest of the team, they were trapping the Raptors with like 20 seconds left in a 20-point blowout. They were trapping. What? Come on, man. That's the epitome of padding stats. I'm not going to say, like, obviously it's nowhere near like if, uh, what, Ricky Davis trying to get a, a rebound on his own basket so he could get a triple-double. If that's like, you know, the pinnacle of pa- of stat padding at 10, and then what, what do we talk about? Kobe going for 60 in his final game. I give that at like a five because he still won the game and it's 60 points. I don't care how you got to 60 points in your final game. This is Vince going again, five for 15, <laughs> right? Five for 15 just so he could score 13 points against the Raptors. Like, what? <laughs> Come on, guys. We're better than that. Uh, let's see here. More people in the comments. I think I had more in Periscope. Let me go back there. Someone else says, preach, Shell. Hey, I'm trying. It's just how I'm feeling at the time, to quote the, to quote the wise words of my man, Hove. Uh, we were in the wilderness for more than a decade after Vince left us. Okay. What does What does that mean? So that means we're supposed to be happy i don't know i don't understand like yes that was true but he did quit on the team and left them 
let them hanging out for dry. You know, cool. Uh, someone else says, yeah, it was shameless. I definitely agree. Um, another comment here. What I loved was Siakam going at VC. He scored like 22 on him. Yo, Pascal, 9 for 13 tonight, 22 points. He was looking at VC like he was food. And that's not fair for VC, right? Like VC has like all these bandages all over his bunk. His body's looking real elderly out there for an NBA player. All those bandages on his shoulder and shit. Poor guy. And you're trying to guard Pascal? Come on, Vince. Come on, man. This is shameless. The Atlanta Hawks right now, I mean, obviously they're in serious rebuild mode. And I hope, you know, they figure it out in a couple years. Trey Young, I like Trey Young. I like that pick. I wasn't as mad as everyone else was that they made that trade while also acquiring another first round pick. I wasn't that mad at them, but you know, at the end of the day, um, they're not a very good basketball team at all. They're in the lottery. They'll, they're dreaming of Zion Williamson and RJ, right? Um, so whatever, I don't know. Uh, someone else says, check out the Raptors IG post. Do I really want to do that? I feel like this is going to get me mad, but again, I understand it. The Raptors, the Raptors need to maintain a relationship with Vince Carter. So I kind of, oh, they put up the old school photo of Vince Carter dunking. Hey, listen, Raptors posted a picture, Vince Carter doing a windmill dunk. And it says, where it all started, congrats, Vince, on 25K. Listen, I, I understand what the Raptors are doing. They got to do that, right? Like they want to retire Vince Carter's number one day. It'll be a great celebration. Vince Carter was this team's first super superstar. I mean, I don't even know if this team, I mean, I know we have Kawhi Leonard for a year, but you could argue Vince Carter is this only team's super superstar in the history of its franchise. So I understand that. There's a moment where Vince Carter was like top billing in the NBA, right? Vince Carter was the biggest ticket in town or in the NBA. He was a big deal. I'm like people forget now and I like to remind people of this, but there was a moment where Vince Carter was trade rumors there are trade rumors of the raptors or sorry the lakers trading vince carter for trading for vince carter for kobe bryant like that was a thing i understand that you know vince carter was legit real deal but he quit man there's just no other way about it no matter how many puff pieces i see or documentaries people make i remember watching it we all remember watching it the receipts are there you just got to youtube it kids i'm telling you vince carter john thompson interview it's there. Tapes don't lie. Vince Carter quit. He admitted it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, let's see. Facts. VC should be at the end of the Raptor bench. <laughs> Is that something people want? Do people want Vince Carter on the Raptors right now? Again, I'm more focused and I would like the Raptors focus to be on what they're doing right now. Trying to make the NBA championship. Something Vince Carter never even got a sniff of. But that's just me. I could be wrong. I could be in the minority. Hey, you let me know, people. Were you guys okay with this whole little celebration for Vince Carter? Or did you think it was a little bit too much? Let me know. Again, at Shell Alexander on Twitter or at Sheldon Alexander on Instagram. What did you think of tonight's Raptor game? Raptors win, Raptors win. Not really much of a surprise. 124-108 to improve to 15 and four.
still tops in the entire NBA. They defeat the Hawks. No Kawhi. No OG. No a lot of people. A lot of people sitting out in this game. But they had Kyle Lowry, and that's basically all they needed in this game. But the big talk is your man's Vince Carter becoming the 22nd player ever to get to 25,000 points. And this will be celebrated everywhere. This is going to be everywhere. I want to know what Raptors fans think. I'm going to go back here to uh, Instagram. and the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, he helped ball in Canada, so I'm allow him. Yeah, I understand that. That's fair. There's a lot of people that love basketball right now because of Vince Carter. Uh, if you go to a lot of those pieces and you talk to this generation of basketball players from Canada that are in the NBA, your Andrew Wiggins, your Tristan Thompson, Corey Joseph, Kelly Olenek, all those dudes talk about they grew up watching Vince Carter. The reason why they wanted to play basketball was Vince Carter. Trust me, I understand the impact that Vince Carter had on basketball in this country. Again, I was a diehard rap like diehard Raptor fan. I totally understand it. I get the impact that this dude had on this team. But that same impact that he had at the height was the same depths that he sent this franchise to when he quit on the team. Because that's what happened. They gave up everything for Vince Carter. They allowed Vince Carter to do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and then he just quit. Now, was the management always perfect? Did they always did they do well by him in terms of getting him the best players? No, but they did what they what he wanted them to do. After they made that playoff run and they lost to Philly, and Vince wanted them to re-sign JYD and Alvin, they did it. And Antonio Davis, they did it. When Vince wanted them to go get an old-ass Hakeem Olajuwon, they did it. I'm not going to rag on Vince Carter's mom. Not here to do that. That's a man's mom's. His mom's probably did everything for him. Like, my mom's did everything for me. Not going to crush anybody's moms. But my point is, the Raptors did a lot for Vince Carter. And at the end of the day, Vince Carter quit on the team. So that's just me. That's just my opinion. Uh, more comments here. VC has to retire a Raptor where it makes the Raptors organization look like chumps. Um, yeah, they'll probably do that whole, you know, retire for a day, you know, sign him for a day or whatever, have that day where he announces his retirement, all that jazz. I could see that. Again, I understand why they're going to do all the hoopla for Vince Carter. I get it. They're going to retire his jersey. They're going to do all that stuff for Vince. Cool. The reality is Vince Carter can't make this Raptors team, right? He can't. That's just me keeping it 100. Uh, let's see, another comment. Oh, Bellamo, tonight shows how deep the Raptors are. I mean, when Kyle Lowry's playing like that, you really don't need much from Lorenzo Brown. But Lorenzo Brown, at the same time, was still solid. As long as his minutes don't hurt you, that's where the Raptors' depth comes in. He can give you 15 minutes off the bench, which means that's a bit of a break for Kyle. Kyle only played 32 minutes tonight. Van Fl Freddie played 36, which, you know, you're still trying to get Freddie going. DeLon at 23. But at the end of the day, as long as the more minutes that, that uh, guys like uh, Lorenzo Brown play, it's better for the Raptors, right? So not bad there. Got to really show some love because it's been a few games since we've seen the stat lines that we were so familiar with to start the season from JV and Serge. JV tonight in 27 minutes, 9 of 12 from the floor, 24 points, 
13 rebounds from JV. Okay. Serge Ibaka, 11 of, sorry, 8 for 11 from the floor, 19 points, 9 rebounds. That, my friends, is what the kids call work from the Raptors' big guys. And again, Nick Nurse has been forced into this position where he has to be a wizard in terms of the lineups that he's putting out on the floor, you know, who's getting minutes, who's playing with who. And one of the things that's been super interesting is as their depth has been pressed upon because of injuries and resting Kawhi Leonard, something that Nick Nurse didn't really want to do, which is play JV and Serge together, he's been forced into doing that. We saw a lot of minutes tonight where Serge was at the four, something we haven't seen much of this entire season. I think this was the third time that it happened all season long, and this was maybe the first time that they weren't quote-unquote forced into it because of foul trouble or because of, you know, someone fouling out or being injured during the game, right? So super interesting move there, but you saw that adjustment made. Greg Monroe got into the game, gave them 13 minutes, six rebounds. He was a big body in the middle, and that's basically what you need him to be. But yeah, JV and Serge did their thing. But again, at the end of the day, this game came down to one man and one man only, and that's Kyle Lowry. And what Kyle Lowry just did, we should be focusing on the fact that the Raptors are going to be retiring Kyle Lowry's number at some point for being the leader of the team that had the best run in franchise history. That, you know, other than that, that did something in the playoffs, other than that Vince Carter guy, right? All I'm saying is Kyle Lowry with the 21, 17, and 12, and the bloody nose, this guy checked back in, gets elbowed in the nose, Starts bleeding, continues to play. If Vince Carter showed an ounce of that toughness during all those years that he kept getting hurt over and over and over again, hey, maybe I wouldn't be so salty at Vince Carter. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, let's see here. Someone else in the chat. I'm scrolling back. Starters in five minutes left, up 15. Then Kyle gets a bloody nose. Yep. Yeoman's work for Kyle Lowry. Uh, more comments. Raptors are beating bottom feeders without key guys. Looks like a championship team to me. Wow. Very high praise. Uh, Nick Nurse can work on adjustments and different lineups versus the bottom feeders like Hornets. I don't think the Hornets are bottom feeders. Kemba's balling lately, by the way. Uh, the Hawks and Orlando. Also don't think Orlando's bottom feeder. I think Orlando's going to be battling for that ninth, eighth spot there. But yeah. Hawks, Bulls, that's where you experiment with different lineups. Let Lorenzo Brown and those guys cook. Try to let Freddie get, you know, back up to speed to where Freddie's playing like he was balling last year. So, yeah, there's no wasted games for these Toronto Raptors. Kyle Lowry, this was his best shooting game that he's seen, you know, in what? I want to say maybe a five-game stretch. Let me go back and bring up his game log here. But Kyle Lowry, to start the season, if we remember... All things were gravy, right? Kyle Lowry was cooking. Um, and lately, if we go back prior to this game where he went 7 of 12, Kyle Lowry against Orlando, 3 for 9. Against the Bulls, 3 for 11. Against the Celtics, 3 for 12. It's not until you go back to that Detroit game that he was 6 for 10, you know, which is obviously crazy, but even the game before that against New Orleans, 1 for 9. So Kyle Lowry was kind of, he was in a shooting slump. Let's keep it 100, right? So it's good to see Kyle Lowry just ball out like the early season Kyle Lowry that had people 
you know, remembering the resume, so to speak. Uh, I see a comment here that popped up. Uh, Molly says, you know, I think you're still a bit too salty about Vince, but I'm glad to come back. But I'm glad to come back and be talking about Lowry's toughness and big night. Props to Kyle tonight. Yeah, I, hold on. There's no shame in my game. I'm not, I'm not shy about the fact that I'm salty at Vince Carter still after all these years. There's, don't get it twisted. I'm totally okay with my saltiness because it's honest. Like, I remember in the moment watching that interview, watching that interview and thinking, hold on, did this guy just admit that he quit on the team? Like, I remember that moment. That was the thing that happened. That stung. That stings. And then I remember he goes right to the Nets and starts dunking up the place again. Like, did we forget about Vince magically showing very little athleticism, especially for a guy like Vince Carter, then going to the Nets and that dunk he had on Alonzo Mourning? That was mean. Did we forget about Vince then coming back to Toronto and just murder death killing the Raptors every chance he got with the, with the Nets? Did we forget about that? Vince Carter hitting the three and then mean mugging at half court. Do, do we forget about that? I'm just saying. All of that stuff, I'm not forgetting. And that just makes me even more cheesed when I watch the Hawks feed force, like force feed Vince at the end of the game so we can get to this 25,000 mark against the Raptors, his former team. But hey, as the kids say nowadays, he's doing it for the gram, right? Doesn't matter how he gets there. The pictures are going to be up on Instagram. The, the, you know, the note's going to be at the bottom of the CP24 ticker. Vince Carter against his former team, 25,000 points. Congrats, right? Hey, more power to you. Doesn't matter how it actually happens. Just matters how it looks like on the gram, right, kids? <laughs> Someone else in the chat says, K-Lo is my VC. That's what I'm saying. There's a generation of kids right now that are that are watching this era of the Toronto Raptors, and they might not remember how things actually went during that time when Vince Carter was the face of the franchise. Hey, there's been a bunch of documentaries done. I know Drake had one, right? That Drake had one that was actually done by, uh, shouts to Sean Menard, right? Was a guy we used to work with at The Score. He did that doc, uh, The Carter Effect, right? For LeBron's company. And it talked a lot about the, the impact that Vince Carter had on the Toronto Raptors organization and on basketball in general. Cool. I get that. I understand that. More power to it. I'm just saying that in a blowout game, you're down by 20-something and your team in garbage time, you're on the floor in garbage time and your team is full court pressing the Raptors with 20 seconds left so they can get another possession so you can just chuck up shots. Come on, man. You're better than that, Vince. That's all I'm saying. You're better than that. Would it have really mattered if you fell two points short and then you got to the 25K mark the next game, whoever the Hawks play against, right? I don't know. To me, it just comes off as a little cheap. But again, people, let me know what you think. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion, right? There's other Raptors fans that love Vince Carter, that will ride or die for Vince Carter still to this day. Um question here from instagram says is Kawhi to san antonio what vince is to toronto that's interesting but i think it has to be drastically different because if you ask me you 
10,000 times out of 10,000 times take a finals MVP over a slam dunk trophy, right? Like that's what we're comparing here. Kawhi Leonard was a finals MVP for the Spurs, meaning you won an NBA championship. The Raptors got out of the first round once with Vince Carter in a five-game series, and then he quit on the team. Now, I know people are saying, well, Kawhi quit on the Spurs. I don't know if those situations are exactly the same. There is a lot of, and again, because we're so far removed from it, and because it gets so much, everything gets romanticized more, the more time that passes. But the way that Vince Carter left Toronto, like there were multiple years in a row where he just kept getting injured for full seasons. There were accusations of Vince Carter giving up plays to the other team while he was like giving away plays, what the Raptor plays were going to be to the other team. Like there were crazy accusations at the time when it was towards the end. It was crazy. We won't remember that now. We won't remember the bad because obviously it's easier to remember the dunks. Hey, I want to remember the dunks too, but I don't forget how this guy left. Kawhi Leonard, I understand. He left the Spurs, not on good terms, but again, the height of where Kawhi Leonard got to, you can't even compare that to Vince Carter. Finals MVP to a slam dunk trophy. These are just the facts. I didn't make the rules. Those are the receipts. But people, let me know what you think. What did you think of how this game ended with Vince Carter just trying to get this record, get to the 25K mark against the Toronto Raptors by any means necessary? Uh, someone else says Vince was never a champion for Toronto. True. I mean, he wasn't even close to being a champion, right? Um, yeah. I mean, people, that's what I think. Let me know. And again, this is a conversation that we're having right now. But like I always say, the conversation doesn't end with me just talking on this podcast. Conversation continues in, you know, the comment section that ends up on YouTube or the comment section on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. People, let me know what you think. You know, I try to read the comments and get in there and comment back and continue the conversation. Always on Twitter, right? Always. And we're always here. This will definitely be a topic on Friday morning when I talk to Mr. Andrew Webster for the Ball on Blast podcast, which is the podcast we do that is NBA wide. We talk about all the different things going on around the league. You know, LeBron making his return to Cleveland, we'll talk about. We'll talk about what's going on with Golden State. Right now, actually, I got to find that game somewhere, right? Golden State and uh, OKC are playing right now. I'm always here for KD versus Russ. So, yeah, this Vince Carter thing will definitely be a conversation. So, Send me your notes, people. Send me what you think. And I'll read those comments on the Ball on Blast podcast, the next one that we do that will be out Friday morning. And, of course, wrap it up. We do this live. And it's really a community, right? We're trying to have a place. Like, let's be serious. There is no other live Raptors postgame show that exists. That's kind of pathetic, first off. But secondly, this is why it's here, so that we can talk and have these conversations right in the moment as they happen, right? Because I was, I'm watching that game and all I'm thinking about is, hold on, what just happened, right? That's crazy. And I want to talk to you about it. And so that's why we created this space for Raptors fans to have these conversations. And think about it. This is after a Raptors-Hawks game, right? Like, I, I understand that, you know, right now in this moment, 
you're a diehard Raptor fan if you're listening to this right now and you're as passionate as I am about what Vince Carter just did, right? It's the Raptors and Hawks in November, right? This game means absolutely nothing. But Raptors fans, I hear you, right? You're a big number in this country and I understand that you matter, right? A huge, massive portion of Raptor fans. I wanna hear from you because, hey, we all need a space to talk. We all need a space to unite and and continue these conversations because we've all been here to watch this franchise from its infancy through the Vince Carter years to now, to where we're legitimately talking about NBA Finals aspirations. The Raptors are the best team in the NBA right now, right? Finals aspirations. That's where we are right now. So, hey, maybe the timing of the Vince Carter thing was pretty cool because it, it gives perspective on where this franchise is at now and where it was and where Masai Ujiri, who I always give mad props to, is trying to take this franchise, which is to the next level. And so it was so fitting to watch Vince Carter do this to me. That's, that's my biggest takeaway. It was the most Vince Carter thing ever, <laughs> right? To watch what happened at the end of that, that Raptors game. But hey, all I'm saying is, I just want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you guys think. Do you agree? Was that Vince Carter thing a little pathetic at the end of the game? Or were you okay with it? Because, hey, it's Vince Carter. And he was the face of the franchise, the biggest name in franchise history. If you're cool with that, let me know. Anyways, my name is Sheldon Alexander. And you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Same place you can find this Wrap It Up podcast after each and every Raptors game. Or you can find me on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And, you know, we do this live after each and every Toronto Raptor game. But in case you're unable to miss it, in case it's a West Coast game, don't worry, we got you covered because it becomes a podcast you can find on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Some people are asking for Spotify. I got to look that up. If there's any other platforms, I'll try to investigate that and see how easy it is to get the podcast up there. But if you just search On Blast Podcast, you find all our wrap it up ball on blast content and as always i got to give a special shout out to the youtube the youtube like the youtube comment section is the best it's so good such heated discussion and debate from passionate raptor fans so hey shout out to the people on youtube just search wrap it up on blast or ball on blast podcast you'll find all of these things like and subscribe continue the conversation because again we do this live right after Raptor games, but the competition, or the competition, the conversation doesn't stop. And Raptor fans, we're here for you. This is your space. This is, a, this is just me spewing my opinion. But again, I just have an opinion. You have an opinion too, and I really want to hear from you. Didn't mean to rhyme that, but <laughs> that just means it's time to go. So as always, I close the podcast with the wise words of the Philly man, you know, I did use to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, which is Friday, against the Wizards, which should be an interesting game as well. Till then, see ya. On blast.